Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 39 of the opening line. Not only are we joined by Wits today, but we have our social media assistant, Adam Koloff, also rapper, phenomenon, joining us. This is the Believe Podcast Network and the opening line. Let's go. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We are your hosts, Wits and Roz. We have an abbreviated week ahead of us right here. Wits, we're kind of doing this on the fly. He had some softball commitments earlier this week, and uh it's late on the mid-coast, since you're not east or west. But Wits, we're going to go pretty heavy into game picks. We might allude to some of the action that happened last week. Wits, you had a valiant effort when it came to college selections. Uh, you definitely you caught back up. Actually, I'm wrong. You struggled in college. You caught back up in the NFL. But let's talk about college where you got your ass whooped. I'm with you in terms of having a bad week. It's my first losing week since week two. Uh any lasting impressions of this past week? Because me and you definitely went negative, and I lost a good chunk of change. Yeah, I mean, I thought we started off the day really nicely with Texas. That was a great backdoor cover against Oklahoma. Um, they were down 34-20 with a couple minutes left. and uh, We shouldn't even just talk how the over didn't, didn't hit. Like, that was impressive. It was 10-3 to at the half. Yeah, definitely not the type of game I expected, but... Texas, I mean, they, they fought hard again. I think they are a good football team. Are they as good as LSU and Oklahoma? No, but, I mean, they played pretty well, and I think, you know, the game was just kind of dictated by Oklahoma like they've done all year, and Texas, they gave it their best effort. I'm glad they covered, um, but, yeah, the rest of the picks were garbage. Uh, both had Notre Dame, Iowa. Well, I feel I feel we, since we were both on Texas, and that was a feel-good moment for both of us, I think it's fair for us to shit on Notre Dame. I mean, you get USC at home. This is your place to stand out. Remember, Notre Dame has a loss this season. So when you are a one-loss team trying to make the postseason, you're going to need a good resume. And we've seen Notre Dame teams that go undefeated and that we felt didn't deserve to go into the playoff. And I think there's even less of a chance with a one-loss Notre Dame. And they looked pitiful against Notre Dame. I know they were covering at one point, but dear God, they let USC back in and they let them back in hard. Yeah, I thought this was going to be an easy cover after the first half, but, I mean, that rest of the game was just atrocious to watch, especially if you had Notre Dame. I mean, they ended up winning by three points, but, yeah, like you said, Roz, not not the type of effort you want out of a team that's got one loss already and is fighting to make any sort of playoff impression. So, Notre Dame, that was horrible. Um, Iowa, again, two weeks in a row, they, they – freaking chase me out by three points just can't get it done that was a great game against Penn State uh, that's one of those 12. your nutsack goes back up into your stomach let's be real that two-point conversion had me on the edge of my seats so this is the day after losing a good amount of money and you really need this Penn State line to hit 
and it does, and it does in a big fashion, covering by a point. I was big on that, but like you said, Wits, Iowa, back-to-back weeds, they've let you down. I think it's time that you move on. I see you've got Army in your picks, but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. How about this, Wits? The streak is over. There has been the Patriots, who were 18-0 and lost in the Super Bowl, or 19-0. We've had some of the more incredible streaks, Joe DiMaggio, his hit streak, and your streak over me in the SEC head-to-head matchups has finally come to an end. LSU Tigers, baby. I had them on the show, minus 13 real life, I did push. But on the show, I beat you, and that'll end your SEC reign, at least for right now. Yeah, the, the rain is over. I wish I had uh, taken that game late in the day, right before it kicked off. It got to 14, um, and that tells you the line makers. They know what they're doing. The game finished right at 14, uh, so unfortunately had a plus 13 beginning of the week. Florida, I thought they had a real shot in this one. Kept it tight early, but LSU down the stretch was just too much. Um, you know, Florida was actually up 28-21 midway through the third quarter, so I felt pretty good about it, but LSU just ran away with this one. And then the the SEC uh, the SEC dog days continued as I got whipped on Mississippi State minus six and a half. So not a good week, Roz. Not a good week of college. Can't seem to put together the NFL and the NCAA at the same time. So I was going to say both on. of us flipped on week. that though. Like we we struggle in both categories. To be fair, we can round it up. I'm 19, 17, and one when picking games with a negative 2.1 unit. Uh, you, on the other hand, negative 6.4 units, and you are 16 and 21. So you're gonna need to pick it up this week for sure. Uh, all of us one unit plays the rest of this week, and uh, we have only one matchup, and we're going head to head wits. And you're really gonna need to do some explaining. As I go on the march, picking Michigan for the third week in a row at plus nine. I have Michigan against Penn State. You're on the opposite side of this game. Give me what's going on. Yeah, well, I think the Michigan streak is going to be over. Penn State, I really loved how they played against Iowa. Um, I know I had Iowa in that game, but that was a very hard-fought matchup. I just think Penn State's going to explode in this one. I mean, I know these Big Ten matchups are usually pretty close, you know, with these teams that are – somewhat near each other in the rankings, but I think this is a time where Michigan just takes a dump right down its leg. Penn State, I think, at home is going to absolutely trounce Michigan. So nine points in this type of game is a lot, but I you know, I think this is going to be a three or four touchdown game. Um, and if it's a close game, you know what? I made another mistake. What are you going to do? But I like Penn State. Uh, we're also against each other in one other game. I don't know if you saw that, uh, Kentucky-Georgia. So I'll let you get in your, your two cents about Penn State and Michigan here. Well, I think the dump down the leg, which John Harbaugh has experienced a lot of, has happened already this year. And honestly, in my opinion, it'll end here. They need a big win. And so does this conference, because we need Ohio State, Michigan, to be a good game at the end of the year. And I think they need to go through Penn State. Remember, I did have Penn State as one of my teams that I felt could make a push for the playoffs. I think nine's a lot of points. I think Michigan can at least keep it close. This defense is talented, absolutely. And we saw that Penn State offensively can struggle as well. They had pretty much a similar outcome to the Iowa game. Yes, they scored some more points, but it was pretty much through and through the same game. I think this game will be close. Do I think Michigan wins? No, but I think they definitely covered the nine. That was a very sexy number of points they gave me there. I'm going to go Michigan plus nine. Let's argue, because Georgia... Kentucky, Kentucky without their starting quarterback for most of the season. This has been a 
failed experiment of a team. They have just been absolutely atrocious. Not even the ghost of Anthony Davis could come back, become a football player, and help this program out. Georgia, after the beating they just took, and I'm going to say beating because offensively they were held down. Their defense didn't hold on there at the end, and their field goal kicker should be ashamed of himself for missing that. But Georgia, tough loss. They're going to bounce back, and they need to bounce back with a critical win. I did not bet Georgia last week. Thank God. Uh, Ultimately, I think once I'm back in the Georgia bandwagon, like we've seen, week seven took them. They covered, took them also. Week six or week five, that one they didn't cover. It is what it is. They're going to cover this one. I'm going to win this rubber match at minus 25. UK is just a team that isn't even in the same realm as the Bulldogs. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're not. But I think this is, I think this is just a trap matchup for a lot of people to take Georgia. Um, you know, coming off a huge loss in the SEC. Not a season under, but um, just definitely not ideal. I think it's just too easy to take Georgia minus 25 here. And I think they're going to win, but... I love UK plus the 25. I know they're a terrible team, but I just I don't see Georgia trouncing them like a lot of people think they are. So I'll gladly take the 25 points. Uh, that's my biggest line of the week, biggest line I've taken in a, in a while. So I was going to say, those are my and underdogs, so that's fair. And you have another big line, but Wits, I'm going to run through mine real quick, and you'll close yours out before we go to the NFL. I've got Wake Forest against Florida State at home. Wake Forest minus two. This one has to be the pick of the week. Honestly, in my opinion, it's my favorite of the of the five I'm choosing. Texas A&M, very close behind. Florida State is just a trash team. And as you remind me, Alex Hornibrook, the old Wisconsin quarterback, is splitting time with James Buchanan there at FSU. And that's just uh, a recipe for disaster uh, at the FSU ranks. So I'm going to go Wake Forest here. They've been looking good this season, and they're, they're going to keep that going. Texas A&M, like I said, another one I love. Minus six here, I think. Coming off the losses to Alabama, losing to Auburn. They need to win somewhere, and it's going to be this week. And I think Kelly Mond is going to come out and just annihilate their opponent this week. Then I got Ohio State minus 28 against Northwestern. Northwestern just is is at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, Illinois has looked better than they have. And I think Ohio State, with their best team uh, since their championship year, I think they're going to come out and win this game maybe by 50. So I, I think I'm sitting pretty and comfortable with Ohio State minus 28. Uh, and that's my picks for this week. And I'm this is a week I need to bounce back with. Uh, let me tell you, especially with how much I owe the bookie, I need all these to hit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, Rod. So rounding out my last three, um, I'm going to take Army minus six. Uh, they are traveling to Georgia State. I uh, didn't have Army on the show, but did rip a late Saturday night, maybe a little Bud Light-infused parlay uh, with Army, and they lost straight up to Western Kentucky as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. So definitely not good, but we're going right back to the well uh, with another version of the Knights. Take them minus six, and then I'm also going to take another big underdog, Georgia Tech, and they're traveling to Miami. And Miami has had some real ups and downs this year, but I just I think 18 points is too much uh, for this Georgia Tech offense. I think they're going you know, to expose Miami a little bit. I just don't see them, Miami, winning by 18 points. Lastly, we're going to take it to Clemson, taking a big spread. I don't usually do this, but minus 24 at Louisville. Uh, Clemson's got a little bit to prove now. They were the number one at the start of the year. Not that way anymore. Um, I know they're still undefeated, but – I think they're looking to be the clear-cut number one team in the nation by the end of this year, and that's going to start with some conference beatdowns. So I like them minus the 24 traveling to Louisville. 
That is our college football this week. Again, we've got wits on a tight schedule here, so we're going to flip right into the NFL, a place where I had traditionally been very good and have been making you money not so much last week. In fact, I was a loser almost all the way across the board, and in real life, I was completely a loser. So we're going to try to bounce back this week. Wits, you had a good one. And after being well behind me, you are now in the mix. We're tied both at half a unit down in the negative. Uh, I'm at 16 and 14. You're at 15 and 15. Any takeaway games? My Packers won one of the biggest games of all time. They are now 5-1. and one. And after years and years of penalties going against us and other bad play calls, finally it was our turn to escape with a win that maybe we didn't deserve. But in hindsight things even out and it's it's well deserved in my in my opinion so i'm gonna go packers the big winners and arguably the best team in the nfl yeah that was that might have been the biggest win of the week and interestingly enough that spread uh was saved if you were betting on the lions by jamal williams taking a seat right on the one yard line so much like todd um, Gurley last year so it's much a, it's like a todd threat. Gurley. Yeah, yeah. The, it was a smart play. It was the right play to set up a set up a chip shot field goal. Um, so yeah, say what you want about the refs in that game, but it doesn't matter now. The Packers sit atop the NFC North, and I agree with you, Rod. It's probably the biggest win of the week outside of the 49ers taking down the Los Angeles Rams, another big division game. Um, so yeah, like you said, three and two last week. It was okay. We're fighting. We're even in units now, so we'll see how it works out this week. Can I get your um, opinion it- about three teams before we move into this week's picks? Like, sure. in the danger zone area, like one to ten, how much danger these teams are in, I need I need your answer. Chiefs, Rams, Cowboys. All horrible uh, losses, by the way. Yeah, so Chiefs are, I'll give them a three. I don't think they're in any danger at all. How about, I know how about only minus three on there tonight? Uh, against the Broncos I, I that's like a that's a mortgage that's a mortgage bet for me and I didn't put it in our picks but you can you can bet your ass that Roz is putting the mortgage on the Kansas City Chiefs Thursday night football all right it's it's not 2008 anymore though so I think we're out of mortgages um but yeah I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all I'm not worried about the Rams I know that it was a, it was a horrible game against three the 49ers Jared three in a row I know it's bad but they did just make a huge trade for one of the best cover corners in the NFL and Jalen Ramsey. I think they're going to turn the tie. That's a tough little division there with the 49ers and the Seahawks. I'm okay with them. I am worried about the Cowboys, Rod. I don't think they were as good as they looked at the start of the year. Um, Eagles, Cowboys, that's going to be a playoff push there in the NFC East. My dial is turned up on Dallas because they have not looked very good outside of those three easy victories with the cupcakes at the start of the year. So, they're definitely a team I'm looking out for. Um, it could be a tough road, and it starts this week against Philadelphia. Yeah, for me, the Cowboys are at a 9. I think that they're going to lose to the Eagles, and that's going to be the end of their fairy tale, which is Dak Prescott. He played himself into a massive contract, and now he's playing himself right out of it. And this is this is a bad Cowboys team. If you're going to go in there and lose to the Jets like that, coming off of Mono, his first game back, Sam Darnold made you guys look like a bottom-tier team, you're in a 9. The Rams at a 7 for me. That's a tough division. 5-0 49ers, 5-1 Seahawks. I mean, 
the wild card, I think, in my opinion, is coming out of the NFC North. I mean, look at that. We've got the Bears, Vikings, Lions, and Packers all right now in playoff contention. I think the Rams are just slipping away. You know, I don't know how much they have left in the tank. And I know they made that big trade, but they're going to need to turn around quickly. They did just get rid of Marcus Peters and have some other injuries and Akeem Tlaib, uh, who just went to the IR. Rams are at a seven. Chiefs, like I said, or you said, a three. I'm going to put them at a one. I think Mahomes getting his weapons back and Tariq Hill, Damian Williams. I think this is a team that's going to do really well. And like I said, I just put the mortgage on Thursday Night Football. So let's go with that. I'm cool with my last week. I understand what I lost and where my money went. But let's talk about this week. We've got some matchups. I don't think we're on the same. Oh, we are. We have ooh, we have two of the same matchups. We've got the Patriots at minus 10 and the Rams at minus 3. I love both those games. I just shit on the Rams a little bit. But Atlanta is the worst team in the NFC. So I'm going to stick with that. I think the Rams run through Atlanta as well as Jared Goff finds his stride. And he, uh, he helps pass to the guys who have been letting fantasy world down and Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks. And then the Patriots, I think, just walk over Sam Darnold. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the Jets are going to be chasing in this game. And New England, whether they look really good or really bad, I think they're just such a superior team. I think this game is going to get out of hand, just like that Giants game did, which the Patriots had no business covering. But I like New England. Like you said, I like L.A. Um, you know, I think the three points here is it's not close for an Atlanta team that is really, really bad. The Rams turned it on this week. There's no way that Jared Goff throws for 78 yards again. Um, so I like them. Then I'll just breeze through my other ones real quick. I've got the Chargers plus two. This is my best bet of the week. Uh, they're traveling to Tennessee. For as much shit Ryan as you Kent. give them, I cannot believe you're on the Chargers. So I just want that to be known. I mean, you know what? For a team that was picked to win the division at the start of the year or possibly you know, make some noise in the playoffs, Ryan Tannehill is taking the ball for the Titans this week, and I just, I just don't see them winning this game. Um, then I'm also taking two other underdogs. We talked about Philadelphia. I love them this week against Dallas. I think they're just going to find the magic and win this game. And then I'm also taking with my final pick, Arizona, traveling to, the, to New York to face the Giants 2-3-1. Uh, and one. Let's make it Let's make it 500 for Cliff Kingsbury. Tyler Murray is finally starting to figure it out. This is an exciting football team. And I like him plus the three here on the road. I do too. I'm not going that way. I thought that was a sexy pick, but... Anything can happen in the Meadowlands. I'm going to go with the Texans, which is a pick right now, against the Indianapolis Colts. I think the Texans have really they've flexed on us, and especially beating the Chiefs last week. So I'm, I'm riding the Texans here. I think Watson needs to not get caught up in whatever this AFC South showdown shit is when they all get locked up and don't score any points. I think he needs to go for another four touchdowns. And I got the Jags minus three against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are absolute garbage. I think this is the place where the Jags need to establish themselves as being not a bottom-tier team, but maybe more above-average, middle-tier, and I think they need to win this one. I got Jags minus three. I do know it's on the road, and I know A.J. Green might be coming back. We won't have Ramsey versus Green Bowl number two. Uh, And then lastly, I've got the Seattle Seahawks minus three and a half. I hate taking games at three and a half. But there's something about this Seahawks team. It's the best Russell Wilson I've seen since their Super Bowl marches. And honestly, I'm still not sold on the Ravens. They got demolished by the Browns, who I'm not sold on either. That AFC North is just kind of weak, in my opinion. They're reminding me a lot of the NFC East, which is... 
the NFC least at this point. So I'm going to go Seahawks here. I think they win. I think they win convincingly. I think Jadavian Clowney plays a large part in shutting down Lamar Jackson. That's our picks this week, Wits. Uh, you're killing it in fantasy. I'm. I already put my white flag up, so I don't even need to talk about it. You wrote a great review this week. I I will have the recap hopefully up soon for our league. Um, but it's been tough to look at the waiver wire and tough to look at the league when you're sitting pretty much dead last. But Wits, you got to get out of here. I need some parting words from you. Any exit interview stuff that you'd like to you like to bring up? Tell me how your day is. Tell me how your life's going. And uh, you're gonna see your boy in studio in about 39 days. Uh, I would just offer offer my co-host a little word of encouragement. He's only one game out of the playoffs, so the white flag is just not necessary right now. We need some more fight out of him, so we'll see how he performs this week, and those, that's my first thought for today. Well, I'm excited to get your text at 4 in the morning tomorrow, and you'll be getting mine at, I guess, 7.30 your time. Uh, we are we are getting cut. We are getting fit here at the Sporting Edge so we can get you guys a calendar. That's what we're doing it for. I was lying to wits. You're going to be seeing a whole lot of this body, and let me tell you. But, uh, Wits, you have a fantastic night. Everybody else, stay tuned. We are coming right back with our social media expert, our assistant, the man with the plan, Adam Koloff. He's coming on. He's also an excellent rapper, and we're going to get into that when he comes on the show. But we will be right back, everybody. What's up? What's up, everybody? We are back and kind of in studio, you know, no wits here today, but we do have our social media expert. If you haven't noticed, we have a bunch of Instagram handles up and about. Funny enough, I barely know what they are, and he's going to be able to tell you in a second, but he also has been the best assistant a man could ask for. Uh, We've got Adam Koloff on the show. Adam, welcome to the opening line. You've been the silent man behind everything, and we thought you deserved some time on the mic. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you. Yeah, pleasure, pleasure to work with you guys. Pleasure to help you guys out. Pleasure to be on the show, of course. Yeah, this guy likes pleasure. And let's, let me tell you, <laughs> guys love their pleasure. I'm sure girls do, too. In fact, they probably they like it even more. Pleasure, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a team thing when you're going for the pleasure. Anyways, this is a sports show. We're going to get into some sports, but I wanted to break down who Adam is. He's from our hometown in Deerfield, Illinois. So if we do have stalkers, just go back there and try to find us. You know, I'm running around upper crust bagels here and there. Uh, Koloff, you're out here to pursue music. Just tell us a little yes, bit sir. about that. I want you to plug yourself, let people know who you are before we get your, your sports takes, because I know you're a Bears fan and there's some there's some trouble <laughs> in paradise when it comes to that. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that later, definitely. But um, no, yeah, so I moved out here actually last month. I've been working on my music for about three years now, dropped my first EP on Apple Music and Spotify at the beginning of September. So that you hear was, that? You guys can find it on Spotify and Apple Music. I mean, yeah. you pay for Apple Music. I, yeah, that's not pay me. for it. Yeah. <laughs> All good. Yeah, it's party habits. Uh, it just dropped September 1st. More music coming real soon and uh, moved to the city of dreams out here doing what I can. Yeah. Dude, I love that. And your song's Party Habits. So I'm going to give you five guys. And I'm gonna. They they might cross into the same sport. They might be in different sports. But five guys, you have to eliminate three of them. Who are the two that would have the best party habits and party with you all night long? I mean, I'm talking hanging out at houses and garages in Deerfield, Illinois, where the cops like to show up pretty frequently. But here here are I the players I was thinking about for sure. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I mean, you've definitely been in a lineup, and I luckily am fast enough to get away. <laughs> We've got Rob Gronkowski is one option. 
Definitely. I've got bang. Dennis Rodman. I wanted to throw back Tiger Woods. Let's now. This is Tiger Woods of old. This is this is when he's still with Ellen, which makes it worse because that means he's cheating. But you know, I have to get people in their prime. We're talking old party. school Tiger right. Woods. Absolutely. And then baseball, Daryl Strawberry. To me, he's just the Coke Gaddick of the century, and I just have to assume he gets after it. And I'm trying to think for soccer. I, does anybody watch soccer? That's actually my first question to you. Do you watch soccer? I do not. I cannot okay. say I do. <laughs> he doesn't watch soccer, so we're not going to pick a soccer guy. I'm just going to go another football guy. I'm going to go with, this is going to sound odd, but you might want this guy at the party with you. I named his tight end already. I'm going to go Tom Brady. He's the good-looking one of this group, but you've got those five guys. You have to eliminate three. Which two of them are you taking to a Deerfield party with you? All right, here we go. So, no question about it, I'm taking Gronk. There's there's no question Dude. there. Gronk, we've seen it time and time again. Chugs beers like a madman. Just he drinks does. out of the bottle. Does does whatever comes toward him. Love and then, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off page here, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna take Johnny Manziel with me as well. Whoa! Because boo, because he I, is banned from this show. Is he? he? All right, he all right. clearly does not listen to the show. Right, we hired a guy that doesn't even pay attention. He is banned. One because <laughs> there's a lifelong bet I have standing with somebody that if he ever returns to the NFL, I will become their personal maid for the rest of time. Right, but that'll never happen because he's too busy partying, partying. in garages with me and Gronk, right? Fair. Okay, right. so Manziel's partying. Okay, we'll take that out of the way. He's, he's, he's ugly, taking, though. I'm Dude. taking Daryl oh Strawberry. God. Okay, obviously. yeah. There is, here's a disclaimer. Cocaine was never at a party in my Deerfield. I'm just saying this because we are on their radio airs. Not I might have to bleep this out. But <laughs> you're good. Wait, we're, <laughs> we're very PG. We'll go with booze. We're going to stick with the booze here. And that the the Daryl Strawberry comment was strictly because of his past. That is his image. Yeah, okay, exactly. Cool, cool. Exactly. We're yeah. using. I his totally image. agree with you on, on in terms of that. Yeah. That's fine with me because because again, hopefully we have kids listening to the show. Yeah, if, you're, if you're a parent <laughs> letting kids listen to this show, there might be some problems because I do cuss here and there. So. Uh, right. So of course we do not sponsor cocaine. We do not, not <laughs> in, by any stretch of the imagination. Not until it becomes legal, and then you can bet your ass <laughs> I'm putting stock in it, just like I have in the cannabis industry, just because it's a smart thing to do. Anyways, that's your football takes. Let's get into. You're from Chicago. You're way truer than I am because you like the Bears. I forget. Are you a Cubs or Sox guy? Um, I was a Cubs guy. Recently converted to a Sox guy. Dude, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got. It's it's a confusing story, but my roommate in college was actually he was the cousin of the Reinsdorf, so he kind of he brought me into the family and got me switched oh, up. Yeah, I don't what's know. a I had a I had the young Reinsdorf at like a, when I went to summer camp. This kid was a tyrant. I'm forgetting his name. Are we I, talking Joey? I don't know. He was a fat, small little kid, and I don't, I don't even feel bad saying that. This kid, this kid, you're is, killing me out here, dude. Honestly, this guy's like two feet tall. I mean, he's also probably like six years old. At this point, and I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm so, fucking 13. So we'll give him like we'll give him like three and a half. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever the height of a six-year-old is, that's tubby and is just the most annoying, pretentious. Believes the whole world is his because his dad's Jerry. Fuck up every team in Chicago. Reinsdorf. and like I'm okay saying this because the proof is in the pudding. Let's be honest here. The White Sox are a dumpster fire. I mean, you get like six fans a game. I've got more people in my room right now watching this podcast happen, and that's just me and you. Like, that's a way better app. Like, we have filled more space than that stadium fills. The Bulls are great. Let me tell you about the Bulls. I'm going to fly in here, Wits, and I'm going to say, I, or, wow, not Wits, yeah, Wits. Jesus fuck. All right, yeah. I'm going to fly in here, Wits, and 
I'm going to bet you $20 that the Sox have a better record than the Cubs next year. All right, easy. That's, yeah? you, that's We gamble easy. on this that's show, easy. so we yeah. just that's a bet. You guys can track this episode. I believe this is going to be episode 39. You'll hear it at the beginning of the show. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's an easy one. The Bulls are great because all they look for is name brand, and now look what they have. They have, like, six rookies who will probably all fell, like fall or fail out of the league in the next – Ten hey, years. I'm excited to see Kobe White play. I think he's got good things ahead of him. He's got, got good him. hair. Yeah, he's right got now, he's got good hair. He's got the mojo to him. He's got the swag. We'll he's got see. the sauce. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. What's I like going the name on. too, yeah. honestly. Yeah, he's but a, uh, he's a Kobe. I, like, Maybe Col- spell it different. But he but spells yeah. it. No, no, yeah. I like the way he spells it. Like that's that's the part I get. And then let's be honest. I don't even know who else. Say who does the Reindorfs have anybody else? No, they, yeah, they're, cool, they're socks they and balls, suck. Yeah. They don't need another team, honestly. Dear God. I mean, we've had Give them another team, yeah. We have our problem with, like, Ricketts and shit, but, like, it's it's okay. I don't even... The, what, the McCaskey family? I just don't yeah. care because the Bears suck. Like, in my that. opinion, <laughs> in my lifetime, being a Packers fan, the Bears, what they've accomplished is null. And you get this hot team last year that the double doink happens. You guys think you could win a Super Bowl. But let's look at it. The Packers are the more superior team... And I need you to try to tell me. Also, this says 100 Pags on the front of our uh, on the front of our thing. So shout out Johnny shout Pags. Out John. uh, go Pack Go! I know you will appreciate that. Uh, tell me why it's okay to be a Bears fan. Like I like challenging people on this. Like you uh, guys aren't historic. I don't care what you say about that Hallis Trophy being the NFC Trophy. It's the Lombardi okay, yeah. Trophy, which is the Super Bowl Trophy. You could say we're not historic, but defensively speaking, it's. You can't argue the fact that we're not historic. From Dick Buckus to Mike Tingletary to Brian Urlacher to this I'm defense just, now I'm just with name like six hundred guys that I'd rather have from the backers. Okay, oh, you can get there. You can get there. But in in my generation of being a Bears fan, I can't say that it's been great because it hasn't been. And the only you guy I've liked is like Peanut Tillman. Uh, you can't can't tell me you're hating on Devin Hester now either. Ah, dude, this can like what? Devin Hester had oh, one job, yeah. and the Bears oh, took that God. away. This is again about the Bears. The Bears took away his one job, tried to make him a receiver, and he was next to nothing. Revitalized his career in Atlanta as a kick returner. So once again, the Bears take things that are good and ruin it. And I'm so excited. And I could be wrong about. I could be mixing up my drafts here, and I probably am. But Mitch Trubisky, who they traded up for in an unnecessary move with the San Francisco 49ers is now your quarterback that you believe is a franchise quarterback. But you could have had Mahomes or it was Dak Prescott, one of the two. I did just shit on Dak Prescott. But both of which I think are better for franchises than Mitch Trubisky. I don't okay. even think I say his name right. I don't I don't necessarily even as a Bears fan and as one of Mitch's biggest supporters, I don't necessarily necessarily disagree with the things that you're saying about him. He proved That's last year tough. was Last year was his his time, and he played well. And he people now it's said Chase Daniels people time. said in the off season this this is a season to show whether he's the guy or not. And through these games, I'm starting to think of names like Blake Bortles, like Colin Kaepernick, Ooh. like like Ooh. what what can we do? What can we do? You know, even names like Chase Daniel. Okay, I hey in my lifetime I've had Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I've been there. I've Matt been there. Matt Flynn was even good in the one game he started through. Six touchdowns for 500-something yards. Got a massive contract out Got of that all. He did what he needed to do. Like, I'll go do that. Give me, like, if scouts came and watched me on Thanksgiving oh, at my turkey ball, it's, it's over. Ball. Yeah. I'm like a $175 million man. Like, I look like Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers in one out there. And that's that's God-honest truth. Uh, 
But yeah, I'm glad we got your bear stuff out of the way. As long as you can tell me the Packers are the more superior team, I think it's okay to keep you on staff here at the opening line. Right now, let's talk in five years once that bad man retires. Oh, look at you, Stephen A. Smith. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm not about to turn into Max Kellerman over here. Um, Koloff, you've got us You got us in the works. Explain a little bit. I don't, not even explain, but like, where can people find us on Instagram? Are we even on Facebook? I don't know what we do. Yeah, so we are on Facebook at Believe in the Opening Line. That's B-L-E-A-V in the Opening Line. And it's with uh, Rose and Wits. And you could find us on Instagram at the Opening Line Podcast and at the Opening Line Sports for all your highlights and everything like that as well. So there you go. Yeah, got a couple pages up and running. And the um, betting, our, our uh, picks will be up on the main podcast account as soon as tomorrow. So enjoy those Fair. i i appreciate that because again i just i still didn't know which accounts i don't know what I, this is why we have you because i don't know what the hell i'm doing but you heard us give some picks you're looking at our sheet right now i want to know of our picks that we did earlier in the show which your favorite picks were and whose side you're leaning on if you're going to say who's going to have a better nfl weekend wits or i who do you think and what's your favorite of all of our picks we only did 10 picks and we shared two of them all right, I'm going to say my favorite pick of the week is Chiefs on Thursday night, definitely. I yep. think that's a good one. I think they've got I think there is very little chance they lose that ball game. Koloff actually offered to put up his own money for my own bet. So like <laughs> tomorrow's a free bet, but it's like it's worth about 500. I was thinking about putting my paycheck worth on that. Um, but I'm all in on that and uh, who do you think wins? Wits or I head to head, who's going to have a better outing? Based on past betting, Ethan, I'm going to give it to you this week. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you this week. I'm glad you're like semi-paying attention to past stuff, and I know it's written in front of your face, so you're passing. Like Again, simple stuff here. You're, you're doing a pretty good job. No, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Ethan this week, and with my pick of the week, I'm definitely going to go the Chiefs on Thursday night, minus four and a half. I was going to say, I'm glad you have a good pick. Um, while you're here, we might as well get you get some futures out of you we're curious right now if the nfl season were to end who would be the super bowl champion in your eyes the, t- the best team currently that you think will win it at the end of it but right now you would crown super bowl champion and then also give us an mvp of this year's nfl season okay so for mvp that's a tough one because everyone the obvious choice is patrick mahomes right right but if you look at it this year and you look at what just happened last week, there's there's a clear choice, in my opinion, over Patrick Mahomes, and that's Deshaun I, Watson. Wow. You're yeah. not even, I was going to go Russell Wilson. You're kind of shading I'm going to go Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, of course Russell Wilson has been playing out of his mind this season, and there's no question about that. But I think with Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson, it just will not end up going to Russell okay. Wilson this season. And with I, my Super Bowl pick, no, I was just gonna say I don't know if people know this. I mean, he's only been out here for a couple weeks now, call up, and he's he's in the music industry. I heard from a source. I can't I can't name my source, but he was a big Sierra fan, and he he knows all of our songs, can sing them. He he just did karaoke last week. I wish I had the video of it. And you're just jealous that Russell Wilson is with her, and that's why he wasn't even in your top two MVP choices. So right. uh, shout out Sierra for Koloff being your number one fan. And it's not, I don't even know if it's a crush. I'm going to go number one fan and you should watch out. He's probably got his own fan page on Instagram. for All right. You got me. You got me. You got me. And at the end of the day, it's, it's about my boy future. You know, he had her first. Oh, yeah, that's, you, that's that is, you, you are totally a future guy. You are, <laughs> you are literally the epitome of 
what is it, 2014 to 2017 college guys. Like, Dirty Sullivan I, I was about to say, yeah, March I was about Madness, to say Panda. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. And that's designer. Just another guy who What's sounds like future. Yeah. What's the Mask difference? off. <laughs> Mask off. That's a future you know, You know you catch me in yeah. the corner with Jeez. that bottle of Bernard's pumping that. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is just. Like, and listen, you're going to love this. Super Bowl picks. It better be I'm going. Pick. Number one is obviously the New England Patriots. Can we agree on that one? No. And number <laughs> two. Like, number two. All right. All right. Number two. This is going to be your wet dream, but the only team I could see beating the Chicago Bears besides the New England Patriots, which is your Green Bay Packers. Oh, <laughs> I hope Pags gives you a shot for that one. If he listened to only three seconds of that show, I just want him to listen to that little tidbit right there because that's that's the crucial catch. That's the only time you'll ever hear me say that, John. Yeah, I think you're just sucking up because we put you on the show today. Like, I don't think you actually mean half the things you say. I argue I argue the Patriots won because they look slow. I'm not saying Tom Brady's finally aged because every time somebody says that, he goes and wins an MVP in the Super Bowl. But who's going to beat them, the Chiefs? I, I mean, the Texans, the Chiefs, the – who the – who the hell else is it? I mean, the Bills gave him a game. I'm not giving the Bills that love. Trust me, that would just be a little the bit. The Bills egregious. gave him a game, but I think that was that was a game where where neither side was fully in it. At watching that game, I was not having fun. That's what I'll say about that. No, yeah. I didn't have fun because I bet the Patriots to cover six and a half or seven, and they they didn't or no, it was six and a half, and they won by six. And if anybody's ever curious about like what Adam Cole's life is, it's just <laughs> this this song right here. Like, I can't play it for too long because I don't think I get rights to it, but this is everybody, this is exactly why he didn't vote for Russell Wilson. And again, 100% through and through. And again, right here. I know I know how the song started. We are not endorsing drugs on this show, first and foremost. We are fully sport. endorsing Future's voice on that one. That, I guess, that's, that's what we got. This is definitely a D.A.R.E. program show, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even know to go with that joke. But <laughs> Koloff, it's been a pleasure. I feel like I should let you like you got if you got a shout out, if you got any questions you got from me, like I'm the host, but like we could we could flip this on our head. Dude, yeah, I you you've been killing it. You Wits has been killing it. You guys are doing a great job. I'm glad to be part of the team. It's we're getting up and running. We're about to take this podcast game by storm. Absolutely. I'm ready. Yeah, we ready we've for got a surprise. Step. We've got a surprise guest in the future. Again, we're still waiting on Sean Merriman. I understand that I've been saying this for two months. I legitimately work for the man. So this is not like he stopped talking to me. Like, I, I, I'll I, show you the receipts. He's a busy man. <laughs> He's a busy man. I also wanted to use the word receipts because I've been watching a lot of reality <laughs> TV recently. And they look, yeah, we got that receipts for you. And I'm like, oh, God, they, I guess they do. But uh, that has been another episode of The Opening Line. We will definitely have Koloff back on. I gotta get a segment for him, you know. Like he's got to be our Hank for part of my take. But we're gonna figure that out. A lot of problem solving this week. It's kind of on the fly. Again, we should have a special guest at the end of October, and I promise you, Sean Merriman will be on the show. Before I get my last words, call off all you. Rip your last words. I uh, love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Keep tuning in every Thursday morning. We're out here, Wits and Rose. We're up next. Yeah, dude, I'm in on that. And also, Party Habits by Adam Koloff. Go check it out on Spotify. It's uh, also MTV Adski. On he's never been on an MTV show. I want to give him shit about that one. That's Especially, yeah. I mean, it's it's because I 
I'm a MTV connoisseur. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah really I'll give you TV, that. Yeah. Like, that's, that's fine. I just think it's hilarious because I, I it's shit more on of people. A goof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I shit on people who use it who haven't been on a show and for. I work with all these people, so <laughs> yeah. it's just like. Well, yeah, like we're talking it, like MTV Cyrus, <laughs> yeah, MTV yeah, like, Derek. They're rocking it still. Yeah. They're, they're, they still got it. And, I mean, I love both those guys oh, actually. No, no, nothing but against like, them at all. Well, I, I would shit on them too for <laughs> yeah, having the MTV Stillner thing, but. uh my last words are, and hope you enjoy your weekend. I need the weekend. It has been a hectic week at work. We've been covering a lot and doing a lot of work. So I'm ready for the weekend. Not drinking Burnett's with this kid to my right. I'm going to be drinking something way classier that a 24-year-old should be drinking. And uh, that is a wrap. We love to keep the line moving here, and we will catch you guys next week. Have a good one, everybody. By the bolo when I'm over. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. Things ain't idle, I know. You're moving by the bolo, it's the way. When you're moving by the bolo, it's the play. Break, break, break down. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. You forgot, I know. You're moving by the bolo, it's your way. When you're moving by the bolo Break, break, break that chain Get up, get up moving it Feel the baseline with the groove in it Shit, the buzz ain't losing it I'm an next thing, I'm proving it Talk about how I'm full of it Bro, but I'll still be bold to rich I wanna know how I'm doing this Listen, man, I'm moving by the bolo And I'm back with the business And the big road on route to the promised land Get that involved Ooh, Dragon Ball Z when we stir it up Superpowers, murder us I got you now You feel the buzz like, are you serious? Now you are so curious How did you experience? Party on this open gym Be hanging on my shoulder Cause you know we
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.